Welcome in to Minions and Musings. Welcome in to another episode of Minions and Musings. Evil Jeff back behind the mic. Thanks for stopping in. A while back, you may remember, I had worked with Rob C. over at Down in a Heap to help him finish up his BX Deep Dive. And Jason Connolly over at Nerds RPG Variety Cast made a call in and uh, said that I should do the BX Companion Deep Dive because, you know, he doesn't want to do things like that. Well, you know what? I thought about it and said, yeah, you know, that that's actually a good thing to go on here. Now, Rob C. doesn't have the book itself, so that's why he's not going forward with it. But I decided to pick up the mantle and do the BX Companion Deep Dive and do it in homage to Rob C. in the same sort of style that he did, breaking it up uh, the way he had done so. So, yeah, this one's going out to Rob C. You know, thanks for allowing me to join you all those episodes of doing the deep dive. And maybe we'll get you in on here. I don't know how we'll do it. Maybe get a PDF to you or something. Who knows? You got a lot going on anyway. So that's where we're standing. So we're going to run this pretty much the same way that Rob had done it. Break it up into several parts. We'll talk about that now. Rob was comparing BX to first edition. That's understandable. Um, he's pretty good at doing that, and he's played a lot of first edition over the years. You know, I played a fair amount myself, but I go round and round with all sorts of things. You know, second edition, fifth edition. Did a lot of champions the hero system for years but i like looked at this and said you know what let's take the bx companion and compare it to what is in beck me right or the rule cyclopedia uh the entirety of it all there uh, which is really just the four first four books basically of the beck me stuff because that's what happened you know, we have the Moldvay Cook books of BX. And in the Moldvay, in the very beginning of it, in the introduction, uh, you see a note in one of the first paragraphs there talking about the rule booklet for basic, only dealing with levels 1 through 3. The expert set was going to go from 4th to 14th level. And then there was a planned... D&D Companion Set, which is all of your character classes from 15th to 36th experience, level of experience. That never happened. Because Dan Metzner gets involved and then reworks the entire thing. So now we've got basically five books there. The first four going through 36th level, and then there's the immortal part you know, making you a little god person or something. So, why don't we go ahead and compare BX Companion against the Rule Cyclopedia. That's the easiest way to do it since it's all collected together. 
And that's what we're going to do in this series of podcasts. So hopefully this is something useful. If you've not heard of the BX Companion stuff before or you know, kind of interested in it, what's it got over other things, hey, you'll learn something as we go along. All right, so let's start off with the overall book. Uh, the BX Companion is 64 pages long, uh, just like your original BX books. <laughs> yeah, uh, front cover, uh, index, or excuse me, table of contents on right inside the front cover. Uh, on the inside the back cover, you've got your index there, the uh, intro page, or I should say the title page right inside of that uh, of the front cover and a forward so uh, those are making up and at least the uh, title page and the forward making up the first two pages of the 64 page keeping it exactly on track as you've got with your BX books so nothing new and stellar right there let's take a second here also look at the very beginning of it um, the Front cover here says BX Companion Fantasy Adventure Game. Uh, and you've got a knight of some variety in a cloak with a spear being all majestic looking. Some sort of wizard person on the left side of the cover. Uh, nice looking female on the right side of the cover. Back, Both of them are back behind this fighter type. Maybe it is uh, a leader of a land of some variety, kind of hard to say. Uh, in the foreground, the bottom, a bunch of different fighters uh, raising their swords, axes, mace, and a crossbow. So it's like gathering things up. And I think this image does a great, uh, great thing of emphasizing that this is going to be high-level play. Because this is obviously some leader of men. And they're going to go forth here. And that's what these rules are. In the upper left corner, it does say, For use with basic and expert rule sets. And has that number three in that same position that your Moldvay and Cook books have. So... When you open up the front cover and get to the table of contents, everything is laid out exactly the same as in your basic and expert set. Part one is the introduction. Part two, character information. Part three, spells. Part four, the adventure. Part five, the encounter. Part six, monsters. Part seven, treasure. Part eight, being dragon master information. And here's where I want to make a note. Previous versions call it Dungeon Master. Here we have Dragon Master. More on that a little bit later on. And then there is a Part 9, Special Adventures. Now, a slight difference here from your BX books. At the bottom of the table of contents, there are, there's one table and one, well, one chart, one table. I guess. I don't know. On the left side, we have charisma modifiers and listing out your charisma score, 
reaction adjustment, number of henchmen, and so forth. And then the specialist hirelings chart telling you all the different specialists and how much it costs per month to have them. And that is information that we would have had in the expert rule book on hiring those uh, individuals. Because if you go to page X21 in your expert rule book, you've got a list of all of these specialists out there, the alchemist, the armor. So they're all listed there for you. It's just here I've got a nice little chart, so I don't have to parse through all the text. Tell me exactly how much it's going to cost them. So, okay. Uh, a good thing to have right at that point. Uh, front, or excuse me, title page, I'm sorry. Uh, showing us uh, the name BX Companion Fantasy Adventure Game Supplement Rulebook. Uh, we've got a picture here. Uh, looks like we've got a female warrior on the left hand side, some little sword with a skull sort of hilt looking or the uh, where the sword inserts into the hilt skull looking uh, maybe a cleric in full plate and shield We've got a mace and I'm going to guess that this person on the right is going to be some sort of thief uh, not really magic user like because of there's no arcane symbols and everything which I know might be slightly Profiling, but hey, that's what I'm looking at there. But one part that's noticeable is that we got several areas that are white, kind of giving off a glow. So emphasizing that maybe we've got magic going on here. Uh, let me go ahead and say that I don't really care for this artwork. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's, not, it's not my cup of tea. Um, the author is uh, Jonathan Becker who is the writer for the BX Black Razor blog. So this has uh, come about through all of his work and things that he's done on his website uh, for years there. So if you have read his stuff, this is exactly where this is going. Uh, all of the things he's had. And there are illustrations in here. Uh, they gives note to uh, illustrations are by Michael Cote, Kelvin Green, David Larkins, and Amos Orion Stearns. Uh, the cover art was by Brian DeClerc. On page two, we have the forward penned by Jonathan Becker back in 2009. At the bottom of the page is his acknowledgments for uh, who gave him encouragement and his debt of gratitude. The foreword basically lists out the reasons for this book, um, pointing out that the rules are not for a standalone game, have to be used in conjunction with other fancy role-playing games. He points out uh, especially the works of Gary Gygax and Dave Arneson. Um, also, uh, Labyrinth Lord is one of the games here. So... It was interesting to read this because he also puts in here, if you when in doubt on which rule system to use, well, actually, let me, let me go back to the beginning of this. In some situations, rules here may contradict rules from prior editions. When in doubt of which rule system is to use, players should decide as a group how to handle these discrepancies. 
Very interesting to see that. I think many of us would go, well, no, the, the DM does that. Well, no, they're saying, hey, how about have the group decide here? It sounds like an interesting thing. I don't know how far I would go with it. The Now, well, let's also think about it this way. You know, these are rules for, you know, more or less epic campaigns. You know, you are protecting your realm. You're already ruling the realm. So we're going above and beyond that. Um, this is kind of like, to me, it's sort of a, a game past the end game. Many times we think, okay, let's uh, get our castle, our keep, our wizard's tower, whatever. Get the people there, and we retire that character. But, you know, if you want to get beyond that, you know, wide-ranging, you know, continent or world-altering game, so, hey, this is uh, some rules how to handle it. So, a nice uh, piece to have right there. On the next two pages, we've got the introduction for our book here. At the top of the very first page, all caps, bold letters. This book is not a game in its entirety, but a supplement to existing rules. So we're reiterating it again, just to make sure you didn't uh, skip over the forward there. And also mention on how to use the book, which is the paragraph right under it. Hey, you've got to supplement other game systems with this, not play this by itself. So, and he goes into what is high-level play, or his idea about high-level play, and the early games were monsters and uh, obstacles for us as we encountered things in dungeons, as we explored the wilderness. Now, at the companion level, the type of menace is threats to your dominions, to your strongholds, you know, gigantic monsters, or highly organized, highly intelligent adversaries, legendary monsters, maybe, or demonic or divine origin monsters. So, you know, we are affecting extreme swaths of the country, the world, as it would be, and they point out, you know, earth-shaking uh, spells, here. The last part, or I should say the bulk of the two pages, are terms and conventions that are used in the BX companion book. And the difference here for me was the fact that when you looked at the BX books, all of the terms were written in your uh, paragraph form. You know, part of a paragraph would then, as you were reading it, it's like, oh, you know, we call the thing a player character, and something that is run by the DM is an NPC. You know, it would go through there instead of, let's list out a term and then give you a paragraph on it. Now, to be fair, since we're supposed to be comparing this to uh, back me or the rules uh, compendium uh, or excuse me the rules cyclopedia I gotta remember to keep saying that correctly you know there we do 
basically, hey, we have the term, and then we list out what there is in there. One item that I found interesting in the BX Companion is now the referee. He lists as the Dragon Master, the DM, where we would always call it Dungeon Master. He claims here, and this is how he puts it, uh, the author chooses to call it the Dragon Master in homage to that fantastic beast, clearly the king of all mythical animals. But he also points out other game systems, call it the Game Master, the Labyrinth Lord, the Storyteller. So he's not worried about using a term that might get him in trouble, or somebody go, hey, hey, you can't use my words. So, yeah, okay, Dragon Master. I guess he's just being a little different in there. One part that was interesting as well was the fact that we use the term abstract or abstraction within the definitions. Uh, to look at this, if you look at the armor class, you know, he goes through and talks about armor, you know, how lower AC goes in there, but at the very end says the armor class rating is an abstraction of the overall defense value. You go look at the rules cyclopedia, it just says it's just a number indicating how tough it is to hit your character. It doesn't really go into the fact of, you know, how tough the armor is plus, you know, your dexterity and everything. It doesn't mention abstraction. The to hit roll is also uh, talking about the fact that your combat is abstract. Whereas, you know, when you look in the rules cyclopedia, um, you get a very large amount of paragraphs. Let's see. It's a full column, basically, you know, since the rules cyclopedia is three column pages. A full column talking about to hit, you know, and examples of FACO and everything. We never really define anything in there. So, BX Companion is definitely just adding on just that little bit, you know, making it look like it's part of the whole BX experience. Alright. And there was one other little point that we wanted to look at. Oh, he also lists out hit points and hit dice, what that should mean, uh, which is similar to what we have in our uh, rules cyclopedia. The bottom half of the second page of the introduction, we have a black and white drawing of two fighters or a fighter and a cleric kind of hard to say from the view that we have here uh, looks like the one fighter with an axe is fussing at the other one pointing down a hallway in a uh, obvious sort of dungeony way uh, doesn't look very happy I kind of question the art I mean I like the artwork but I kind of question it if we're supposed to be evoking high level play where does this fit in? Unless we're thinking like, hey, this is a, a hireling, you know, telling you what to do, or actually one of your henchmen, 
I mean, maybe, but you know, it, it, it seemed a little bit out of place. All right, well, that ends up the first part of our BX Companion Deep Dive. Next time out, we are going to get into the character information, uh, which, interesting enough, it's called player character information in our BX book, so have a slight difference there. Uh, there's enough information here that we're probably going to break it up into two different sections uh, to cover everything because it'll be otherwise it'll be a very long episode and I'm trying to keep these as short as I can or realistically short so that's things where we'll go with that thanks for stopping in and listening and I look forward to hearing any thoughts comments and if, even if you have a question we'll put out an episode for answering any questions that come up, also responding to any comments as well. Until next time, thank you for listening to Musings, Evil Jeff, on the way out. Y'all stay safe.